What up, man? Sit down. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Oh, man, I'm digging that cowboy hat, right? Like, Strap in. Strap in. Uh, you're not doing a good job at your job, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need your mama's permission. This, this is the Battle Podcast. Hey, not everybody can pull it off. Now, your host. What up, man? Welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Full Money John. And I'm Ray Ray. Oh! Yeah. What up, Ray? What's going on, gentlemen? What's up, Fritz? Man, I figured out what, what, what Ray really is. I was talking to him before we got on the podcast. Oh, oh yeah? He's Uh-oh. one of them there, sensuous rednecks. <laughs> you know, sen- oh, you've got sen- a sen- sensuous yeah. redneck. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because since you was over, can you bury my deer? Can you bury my dog? <laughs> He's a sensuous That's redneck. bullshit! Since you was by the fridge, could you grab yeah. me another beer? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Sensuous. Sensuous. Sensuous, sensuous redneckedism. Would you, did you? Yes, the you, world you, of you? Ray Ray all day, the sensuous redneck. <laughs> since you <laughs> was coming over, could you stop by the Circle K and grab me a beer? Yeah, sensuous, yeah. <laughs> you didn't bring your truck with you, did you? <laughs> oh, the redneckanisms are coming uh, out larger than shy, baby. Ooh, that sounds like something oh, a redneck a nice would one, yeah. break or something. Sounds kind of like a shotgun. Sounds Not a shotgun, like but a rifle shot. <laughs> Something like a damn laser gun to me. That's <laughs> a whoop, whoop, whoop. He, whoop, whoop, whoop. He's been watching them movies again. Yeah, there we go. So, Johnny, what are you doing? What I doing? <laughs> you know what I'm doing, brother. I'm ready to hit it and get it. You know what I'm saying? Hit what, get what? You know what, what it is. What you talking about? Don't act like you don't know. <laughs> it ain't Ray Ray all night. No, it's a Ray Ray. Give me five minutes. What about all that? <laughs> hey, getting getting old, man. I you like that old song, making love, making love for two two minutes. Why lie to the wild listeners? They already know, Ray. They know. Yeah. How do they know? But just you just look at you, know that. I mean, you shook me a quarter of night long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not all night long. Yeah. Never should have told you all that on that one oh, podcast. Do yeah. you? <laughs> Loose lips, six oh, yeah. shifts, brother. Yeah, you know it. We're ruthless over here, bro. We're, we're, oh, we'll slit what you throat. say here can and will be used against you. Oh yes. yeah, you know what? I, you know I would be scared if y'all weren't picking on me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, be, me too. I'd be like, worried. These brothers don't love me anymore. Oh, you know it, man. I done pissed them off. That's the yeah. love language. There you go, brother. So Ray, any any uh, any new developments in the world of the you you you, you manitarian? No. <laughs> Business, Dude, bu- why don't you just reti- you're gonna have to retire that, bro? Business has been slow. Oh, business ain't been slow. good. It's been slow. slow going, baby. Slow going. Nobody loves me. Why did you say that he you did had- do a he did do a fan hanging training? Though, uh, yeah, we heard about that last week. I, and I guarantee you, as soon as he gets another one, he's gonna ask for another tutorial. Oh, here. Well, why don't you tell our listeners about your last dear uh, <laughs> sitting episode? Oh, man. I was this depressed is, this after is Udo that. Uno dose right here, dude. Oh. All right. Now, it's the same one. There has There's not another one. It was the same one. But yeah, I'm starting to think my neighbors call. Please welcome Ray Ray all day with the Deer Report. You might know him as Ray Ray all day. We know him as the Deer in the Headlights guy. Hold my beer, watch this. <laughs> I'm not going out there. <laughs> yeah. Don't invite Ray over. If you have animals and you want them to live, don't invite Ray over your house. Dude, we, we already figured it out. I'm sure that he is finding them dead, 
leaving and then saying, will you go feed him for me? Well, you're the sensuous redneck since you was there. Could you bury my dear? <laughs> oh, man. I am a sensuous redneck, ain't I? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I'm man. a oh, to, boy. I'll tell I'm, you what, man. I'm going to have to start accepting that. Well, the, it's really not your fault. I mean, what self-respecting redneck wouldn't want to kill a deer? I agree with you. I mean. Or eat it. Yeah. I mean, it's in your blood. It is. But if, you know, the thing that makes me nervous is you've had, what, two dead deer? I don't see any deer skin boots. I don't see any deer skin belts. I don't, I mean. You know, what, it, what, what, if you don't kill them, you don't want them. Oh, whatever. Yeah. I've, I've seen your people on the side huh. of the roads, you know, skin and roadkill. What are you talking about, brother? Your people? <laughs> the, the, my people are the ones killing them. <laughs> Dude. You ain't never seen that. You ain't never swerved after a possum? A raccoon? I was watching a deal where a guy was talking about he's got people on the lookout. So if there's roadkill and it's fresh, they call him so he can come scrape it off the road. Yeah, see, the, <laughs> I mean, he calls that hunting. Hey, the roadkill is okay but because you know hunting. something killed it. If you don't know what killed it, you don't want to. I'm know. telling you, that's a oh, lazy, that's, that's a lazy ass redneck. You won't even shoot your own deer. Hey, is it lazy? <laughs> I mean, is, is it lazy or is it smarter, dude? Are there any? Is there any such thing as a smart redneck? <laughs> I mean, You're that's right. like finding. I don't know. Yeah, that's like finding the yeti, bro. Come that, on, that's a contradicting term, isn't it? It is. Man. Yeah, that is. That's yeah. You got me. I always like when Ray said, you know, you find the laziest guy to do the hardest job, and they'll find the easiest way to do it. That's right. right. See, see. Yeah. Well, well, your buddy obviously found <laughs> the stupidest guy to do the hottest work, and he's calling you up to bury his shit. <laughs> and that was the deer report from that's Ray the deer Ray. report all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So Johnny, what the hell are we talking about today? But we're talking about holding the line, man. Holding the line. Holding the line. I like that. I like yeah. holding the line. What is the line, Johnny? Well, that's a good question. What is the line? I mean, for most men, what is it? And I think that's probably our biggest problem as men. We don't know what the line is. Exactly. Nope. Nor have we ever drawn one in our life. Because if you can't, you can't hold the line, bro. If you can't draw the line. That's it. If you've never drawn it. Well, let, let's let let's think about the simplicity of this. In my house, I always created two lines with my kids. There's there's a line that you don't want them to cross, and there's a line you never let them get to. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The problem is in too many households today, that's the only line they got in there is a line you don't want them to cross. Yeah. You see, if you create two lines where you say, this is a line you don't ever want to cross, they never get to the line they don't ever want to cross. You don't want them to get to. I'm yeah. saying you don't want them to get to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So... A lot of times we don't draw the, the proper lines in, in, in any aspect of our life, whether it's with our kids, whether it's with our wives, whether it's with our friends, whether it's with our jobs. Some men don't know how to draw the line when it comes to their work. They don't know how to draw the line when it comes to disciplining their children. They don't know how to draw the line when it comes to dealing with their in, in communicating with their spouse, their in-laws, their friends, their family, their parents. So I guess the question is you're throwing out there tonight is, What's the line? Because you gotta, you have to figure out what that line is if you're ever gonna hold it. There's, so basically, what we're getting at, there's gonna be a lot of lines, and we did a study one time, and they called them guardrails. Instead of lines, they called them guardrails. So you know, you're driving down the road, and there's a 150 foot plunge to your right. They put a guardrail up. So we need to, as men, establish these lines. What what are you going to allow, not allow in all these different situations? Like you said, work, family, kids, in-laws, 
parents. And when we say work, we're not just, hang on, I don't want to get ahead of myself. We need to, like you said, we need to know what lines to draw. Right. Because you can't be drawing lines just out of pride. Like, I'm not going to let him talk to me this way. He's not going to tell me what to do. He's not going to do this. That that That's not a little... You use the term well, guardrail, right? Yeah. Why yeah. is there a guardrail? It's to protect you from going over the cliff. Right. Right. So when we have lines in our lives, they should be drawn in and in a, with, a, with a thought process is process of, of, I don't want to cross this line because it could be harmful for me or I don't want you to cross this line because I don't want something bad to happen to you. Right. It's a protection mechanism. That's why they put guardrails up. That's why we have lines that we don't want to have crossed in our lives because it puts us in a dangerous situation. Right. It's like another line I just thought of, if you have a, an addictive personality, some people can go out, drink a beer. Others, they can't. They have to draw that line and they cannot cross that line. They can't let their buddies cross that line. If, if you're, we knew a couple guys who are real bad off and they couldn't have it anywhere near them. Because if it was near them, they would fail and they would fall. So they would draw that line that, hey. Well, some guardrails will protect you from a ditch and then other guardrails are designed to keep you from falling off a cliff. There you go. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And the ones that you're going to protect you from going off of a cliff are going to be built a lot sturdier and a lot more rugged and a lot more durable mm-hmm. than a little guardrail that's going to keep you from going in a little ditch. Right. You know well, and a lot of lines are designed to protect your integrity. Yeah. And to deter you from doing that some. is if you have some. Right. Moral lines. Moral lines, yeah. Uh who was it? Um, I know there was there was the one pastor, but there's also the vice president, the previous vice president would not have dinner or any type of meal with the opposite sex by himself. Billy Graham is what you're talking about. Billy Graham and uh Mike, Mike Pence, Pence. He did it too. And now, it was and the sad thing is he was criticized about it. Yeah. In our culture, they were criticized him because he respected his wife and respected women and did not want to put him in a compromising position where he was ever alone with another woman. Right. And and, and he got beat up for it in society. Exactly. And Billy Graham, another one, Billy Graham will never be alone with a woman ever. He's always got somebody with him. Right. Because, you know, you don't want to put yourself in a, in a situation where something could be said or something could happen. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that would be more of the moral compass line. Yeah. Along that line. Who was the uh, quarterback with Florida? That, uh, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. And he got in a situation where he was dating uh, Miss Universe or something like that. Yes. Yep. And didn't she break up with him because he wouldn't have sex with sleep her? her? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And and everybody tried calling bullshit on him. Oh, man. Big time. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that, that would be an example of the moral line that we need to draw. Yeah, that's a great example. Well, and also understand that the lines that you're going to draw in your life are not meant to please and make other people happy. They're a protection and a defense mechanism for you. Ten out of ten times, they won't. Right. Right. You know, there's certain things that you're going to, lines that you're going to draw. And one of the words that we talked here before, you know, you compromise, you lose. And this is what happens with men. Like when you know what's true, you compromise those things and you start erasing lines that you should have kept right where they were at. Well, guess what? They manifest into being in big time problems. Right. And you're talking about, you know, major, major situations in life. We've talked about it here, just social media. You know, you fathers out there, they got kids with phones. You don't have some hard lines there. You compromise. Guess what you're going to be in for? You're going to be in for years of hell 
trying to keep that kid from doing something stupid with that phone. Right, exactly. And and hey, and I've dealt with it on a personal level. Yeah, I have too. And you know, so I mean, part of being on this podcast is being transparent and real because the stuff that we talk about, hell, we've been through it. Yeah, that's we've it. lived it. We yeah. know what, what's happening and we know that other men are dealing with it. And you know what? Transparency is the key to transformation. We got to be real about stuff. Talk about the shit that really matters. Yeah. Instead of playing games with these things and, and you know, and acting like they're not there, putting on blinders. Yep. You know, I mean, we have to draw hard lines in our lives to protect ourselves sometimes from, from ourselves. Yeah. Let alone yeah. anything or anybody else. Yep. Yep. And that's one thing we want to make clear is that we're not out here preaching to you guys. We're out here talking from experience and we we'll share it. Yeah. We're hoping that some of y'all out there will learn from our failures and our mistakes and you can, you know, avoid that one, that one mistake. That's what we're hoping for. But when we get back to the lines, we need to make sure that we are following the right principles to determine what lines we draw. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's well said, Ray. I mean, we've got to make sure that when we draw these lines, what are they based on? And what, what is the end game? What are we trying to accomplish in this? We don't want to just draw lines just to be, you know, a hard ass or to, to just, to, you know, to, to invoke our authority or, you know, our masculinity and, and to rule over the root. I mean, that's not what this is about. This is about sitting down, doing some serious, you know, soul searching and inventory of you as a person and saying, okay, these are the lines I need to create in my life. Not only for me, but as if, I'm a, if I'm a father for my kids, if I'm a husband for my wife. If I have, you know, my friends, what are the lines I have to draw with my friends? We talk about the workplace. I mean, so why do you have to draw a line at the workplace? Well, when the workplace becomes your God, it becomes your sole existence. You're in a lot of trouble. Or your hideout. Yeah. You've got to be able to draw that line to say, hey, I come here. I give the best that I can give this amount of time to provide for my family. There's a means to an end here. Right. Too many men want to live at work because they don't know how to draw lines. Now, boundaries. They don't know how to come home and be home. Right. They don't want to. If we're going to yeah. be real. Some men don't want to. No, true. They want to avoid it. And why? Why would a man not want to come home and avoid it? Because he hasn't drawn healthy lines in his life. He's created boundaries and barriers and, and guardrails for his family. And so he comes into a, a whirlwind of shit when he walks through the door. Chaos. Control yeah. chaos. Yeah. yeah. Just easier to avoid it. Now, we, we touched on it in the last episode on what your line, basically what your line should be determined by, and that's truth. And in the last episode, we talked about truth is honor, respect, and love. So if, you, if you're drawing lines to protect your loved ones, your wife, your family, your kids, that's going to be a good line. Your brothers, your friends, I mean, people you care about. Right. And then love. I, I just said love. Yeah, love. You like Man, that love, I'm, don't I, you? I do like love. Watch love out, Sarah. He's coming home tonight looking for that love. Uh, sensuous redneck. Yes. Sensuous redneck. Since you was here, honey. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> honor. Same thing. We represent our families. We represent our name when we're out in public. Represent God for us that are believers. That's right. We represent God. So you want to bring them honor. So you need to draw lines that are going to honor those people. And if you're a believer, God and respect. You want to respect other people. You want other people to respect you. So you got to have a line drawn. That some family members, they do a lot of uh, back and forth, you know, nitpicking 
all of the time to, to my opinion, an unhealthy level. There should have been a line drawn there going, okay, we can do this up to here, not further. Not when it starts showing disrespect. Not when it starts, you know, not showing honor to who I am. And those are healthy lines. Those are good, healthy lines that we need to be thinking about. Like you said, you need to reflect on it. Well, the other thing too is understanding as a man, just because something feels right, don't make it right. Right. Yep. Just because it makes you feel good or you think that it's, you know, you can't base your lines on your feelings. You have to, you have to base these lines on truth. You know, I mean, it's fathers and husbands and like we say, coworkers and friends and sons, you know, we've got to make sure that we're not getting caught up in our feelers because there are times that you feel right about something that don't make it right. It's wrong. Well, feelings are fleeting. They come and they go. They come and they go. They change constantly. So you can't base it on feelings. You have to base it on truth. But I think the other part of it too, and I think this is where a lot of men don't want to do this is because they're not willing to push back and fight. And I don't think that they understand what you're going to be fighting when you draw these lines. I mean, let's keep it real. Sometimes you're going to be fighting your wife. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you're going to be fighting your kids, your family members, your friends. I mean, because when you draw these lines based on the things you're talking about, respect, honor, and love, you know, not everybody lives by the same set of principles. Mm -hmm. And there are people that are going to look at your value system and go, that's ridiculous. I'll give you an example. My daughter, I told her when she was young that she was not allowed to wear makeup out of the house until she got to a certain age. Well, she goes with me back east to visit my family and my sister's a lot more laxed. She's okay with it. She doesn't have an age limit. She lets her daughters wear makeup whenever they want. And my daughter, you know, was told, no, you're not wearing makeup outside the house until you're a certain age. And I got so much pushback and flack about how ridiculous I am and what's the big deal. And she just wants to be look pretty. And I'm like, my daughter is pretty. She is beautiful. And she doesn't need that on her face to make her to look that way. You know? And so that line was drawn. It was a hard line for me. And I wasn't willing to compromise. And I got a lot of pushback from my family members. I got pushback from my family members because I didn't want my daughter wearing a bra until she actually had boobs. Yeah. And it was, you're ridiculous. What's the big deal? She wants to wear a bra. Well, she don't need a bra. You know, and so when you have these certain these certain lines that you draw or, you know, my kids aren't allowed to do certain things and because you let your kids do them, now you're questioning why, why, what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is, is see, this is how it works. You're their parent and I'm their parent. Understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you raise your kids the way you want to, the lines that you set and the boundaries that you create. And I'll do that over here with my kids and, and we'll be good. Let's respect one another. Problem is- well, and There's a line right there. A yeah. line of respecting one another. And and you those lines are really important because you don't want to get to the other line. Right. Nobody does. Right. And what does a man hate the most? Disrespect. Disrespect. You know what I mean? And you want to see the worst of the man? Disrespect him. There you go. Exactly. Not a doubt. But, you know, you're going to have pushback. You know, I mean, I had pushback from my wife, you know, when the kids first got phones and you know, I didn't want them having certain apps and things like that. And they pushed and pushed and pushed. And, you know, we talked about before, you know, about compromising. When you compromise, you lose, especially when you know what's true, right? Right. I compromised on those things. And what happened? Poison came in the house. Came mm-hmm. in, the, in the form of those phones. Oh, yeah. I knew as a man that they shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have allowed it. 
but I compromised and I didn't do it because I was trying to make other people happy rather than holding to what we talk about, mm-hmm. drawing those lines again and holding to the truth. And again, that's what we're saying to the men that listen to this podcast. These are things and hard lessons that we've learned as men that we've gone through that have affected us because we didn't hold to certain lines. And, and our hope on this podcast is that you're going to be smarter than us. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? That's the whole reason we're doing it. Right. You know, another aspect of, of drawing those lines and getting pushback is going to be with your friends. You know what's best for you. And you can't let, what do some people call it bullying? Some people call it uh, peer pressure, peer pressure yeah. you know, stuff like that. You have to know, you when you go to draw these lines, you have to be very thoughtful about the lines and you have to be very intentional. So when somebody challenges the line, you are willing to stand up and stick to it. And a lot of that's going to be for your own betterment. But I think this goes out to the younger dudes listening to this podcast, 20-somethings, you know? You're going to have a lot of dudes out there that are going to get you to try to compromise what you know to be true. Mm-hmm. They're going to want you to drink when you shouldn't be drinking, more than what you should be drinking, drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. Here, uh, hold my beer and watch. This guy's going to show up. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's going to uh, hell on wheels guy. You talk about all these things, right? And if you, if you don't hold true to what you need to be true and you compromise in those areas, it can be detrimental for you because all it takes is one mistake, one stupid act could affect you for the rest of your life. You know, your friends are out there talking about peer pressure or whatever. You know, come on, come on, dude, do this, do this. You ain't hurting. If you don't have definitive lines in your life and and conviction about those lines, you're going to fall. It's like that old saying, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Yep. And and that's what we're talking about here is if you don't have conviction in what what you've put in front of you, you're never going to be successful. Right. And making sure that you hold to those lines. Because you're going to be compromising them every chance you get because you don't hold to those values. Exactly. And and here's the thing. You just said it. Definitive lines. Now, we've said it before. It's not going to be all of a sudden you're going to wake up one day and go, I'm going to cheat on my wife. Not going to happen. You're going to constantly move that line just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Yep. Just a little oh, bit. Yeah. Because you didn't make a definitive line. You can rationalize anything you want to, right? Right. Exactly. Talk about that. Rationalize. Oh, just good. Just a lion. Just a lion. Rational lion. Rational lion. The lion got a rash? Yeah. Oh, man. But Let's that's what better get away and when you start Don't lying. send Ray. The thing will end up dead. <laughs> It'd be a dead ah. line. <laughs> but that's what we're talking about. The definitive lines. Because if you're not careful, that line will move just a little bit each time. Just a tiny little bit. Oh, this ain't. Oh, this is okay. A little bit further. This is okay. And this happens a lot when you're a younger dude. Yeah. I mean, when you get a little bit older, you're a little wiser. You're like, yeah, that's that doesn't sound like a good idea. You know, I'm, that, I'm not impressed, here to impress anybody anymore. But when you're young and, you know, full of piss and vinegar and you get your whole life ahead of you and you get that testosterone pumping, mm-hmm. you find yourself doing a lot of stupid stuff to impress people that really don't matter. You know I'm saying? Right. And at the end of the day, when the shit hits the fan, they're not going to be there anyway. Nope. You're going to be out there doing this, this and that, trying to impress these friends. And then when everything happens, they're going to scatter like roaches. Yep. And then go, did you hear what happened to Ray Ray all day? Did you hear what happened to Johnny? Can you believe he did that? Meanwhile, like, they're yeah, the ones. Yeah, 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 I know they did. Yeah, they're, those, <laughs> were the ones, those are the ones getting you to push your line just a little bit further That's and further it, and further and further. Well, the other question you got to ask yourself, are you willing to bleed for this? Yeah. Ooh. Are you willing to put some skin in the game? I, I like thinking like that. You know, are you willing to bleed for this? 
because it's going to be painful. Yeah. And the first yep. cut's the deepest. Every baby. time. The first cut's the deepest. Mm-hmm. And it's like death by a thousand cuts. And that's how it's going to be because you're going to be in the midst of this battle. Shameless plug there for the podcast. Uh, you're going to you be go. in the midst of this battle for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Because once you draw these lines, once you say, I am not crossing this, I'm not going past this, and you make that definitive in your life, get ready because hell's coming. That's it. You are going to have opposition everywhere you turn. That's life. But you better be ready to push back, fight, and be willing to bleed for your convictions or yeah. else you're going to be falling for everything. You've got to be willing to put yourself out there. You can't lead from the rear, that's for sure, right? Right. How many great generals were behind the army? Go, boys, go. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'll be back here, man. You guys get a handle. See you when it's over. Y'all stand behind Fritz. He's seven foot tall. <laughs> You'll be all right. The mister, I'm not going out there, guy. <laughs> I'm staring at the horse's ass guy. <laughs> Hell no, not me, guy. <laughs> oh, man. But that is that that is truth. You have to be willing to put yourself out there. Because if you don't, you're going to move the line. You're not willing to bleed for it. Oh, you know what, dude? Battle, you get wounded. You do. You're not walking away unscathed. Nope. There are all kinds of different scars, guys. Mm-hmm. Some of them physical, some of them mental. But you're walking away with something. You're going to have a reminder of the battle you just faced. And you damn well better be ready to get up and fight. Because if you don't, you're going to be taken out. Yeah. Because it's coming. Whether it's in the form of your sister patronizing you because your daughter doesn't wear makeup. Or, you know, your mother that's in your ear because you don't let the kids do this. Or your wife that's compromising about this. Or your friends that got something to say about your wife. Or your family members, you know. And it just goes on and on and on, right? And the question you got to ask yourself, are you willing to bleed for this? Because you will bleed. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But it's not It's not if it's going to happen. It's when it's going to happen. Because right. it's coming. But like we said, if you drew those lines in truth, love, honor, respect, it's worth bleeding for. It's worth the pain because it's only going to build up you and your relationship, relationships. Well, think about it. You used to work out, right, Ray? Yeah, back in the day. Hot and heavy, you know, back when you was an Adonis, a redneck Adonis. (laughs) (laughs) Fabio of the redneck world over here. Oh, yeah. You know, when you first started working out, your hands a little tender, weren't they? A little bit. And then what did you build? Callousing. There you go. That's right. And that's what happens, man. You're going to start off a little soft and tender. And lots. Good music going on over there, Fritzy? What's going on? Yeah, you know, I was going to have a little something for Ray. Oh, Ray, let's see what we got going on. Sensuous Ray. Sensuous, the, the sensuous redneck. Oh. Digging it? Yeah, of course he's digging it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Welcome to the world of Ray, the sensuous redneck. It wasn't really the tune I thought, but that's okay. We'll take it. <laughs> Hey, you, That's what, you know what's funny? That's what Sarah says to him, too. That's not exactly oh. what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah always tells me, she, you know, she uses that since she was, since you was outside, would you rake yeah. them leaves? Uh, since she was up, why don't you go sleep on the couch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got there? What is this one? Ooh. Smooth sounds. Where's the good old boys? You ain't no good old boy. Just the good the old sensuous boy. redneck, baby. The sensuous redneck. Is that my new call sign? <laughs> Ray Ray all day. You're listening the to the sounds redneck. of the sensuous redneck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
That's golden. That's golden. Oh, I'm going to get some calluses on my ears listening to this yeah. shit. I'll tell you that. But that- Welcome to the Battle Podcast right here. Live from the lion's yeah. den with the sensuous redneck and... <laughs> Full money juice. No, no, wait, 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 wait. We cannot be putting the sensuous redneck and full money Johnny in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, shit. Well, happen. I wanted to see how it worked. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't work. Since does we're talking work. about drawing lines. <laughs> yeah, that was a line right there. There was one I just crossed. Yeah, don't ever cross that line again. I will not. I promise. Woo. Oh, man. I, I built up calluses all over my oh, body. Oh, my God. <laughs> We don't need to hear about that either. Ooh, I got nervous, boys. I got nervous. Oh, man. <laughs> Ray had that look in his eye. <laughs> uh, Looking at you like he was a deer. Like I was a deer, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, you work out, you build up calluses, right? Yeah. And that's what it is, you know, as we fight these battles and as we push back, as we're willing to get engaged in this, we're going to build up calluses, man. Mm-hmm. We're going to get thicker skin. Yeah. We're going to be able to stand in the gap and say, no, that doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for my family. It doesn't work for my kids. That's not going to work for my wife. You know, that's not going to work at the job. I'm not going to do that. And and that just brings up another point. And I know I keep harping on it, but I think it's a really important point is that you have to make sure you're drawing your lines in the right principles. Because do you want scars all over you? Do you want calluses all over you? For nothing, for for something that's futile, for yeah, something stupid. that's stupid, that that's that's another reason that you really have to make sure that these lines you are drawing are to better you, to protect you, to protect your relationships and your family. Because the last thing we want to do is go to battle for something stupid. Well, it's like you always watch these movies where this guy's walking around with a black eye. You know, it's a lot more glamorous, a lot more hard to say you got in a fight than it is to say you tripped over the. The towel and banged your, your eye off the sink in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you speaking from experience? No, it's never happened. Oh, uh, okay. Just checking. Never had my eye blackened either, but I'm going to get, I'm not a sensuous redneck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, good Lord, have mercy. Oh, uh, what's here we he got go. now? Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Fritz is feeling music. He's feeling today. good tonight. Yeah, he is. He's feeling good. at our expense. We're drawing lines here, guy. Let's yeah. cut. Let's cut out the bullshit with the love music. <laughs> Ray, Ray, Sorry, Ray and I ain't got it like that. It, it's good seeing Fritz back, though. You it know, he, he's he's good really to be starting back. to come full circle. I from, know it from the battle he was in. Thank you, guys. So, what are we gonna do, man? We're gonna draw the line in the sand, or what? Are we gonna get definitive lines in our lives? Or are we gonna kind of just have the ones you gotta? You write down on the ground with a pencil and you carry around an eraser because you're so damn wishy-washy, you can't make your mind up. That's what happens when, you know, you raise children and you keep moving the line and you keep making exceptions and you keep compromising. And then you wonder why certain behavior happens. Or, or we don't draw definitive lines in our relationships with our spouse. Healthy, definitive lines. Or we don't make those, 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 those tight, hard boundaries in our lives when it comes to our friends. And we're easily swayed or persuaded or or peer pressured into doing something stupid because we're trying to impress people that when the shit hits the fan, they're going to scatter like roaches. You know, we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, you know, there are guardrails to keep your car from going off a cliff. Why are we not putting guardrails in our lives? Why are we not identifying the basic principles 
that really matter to, to be able to draw definitive lines that are going to protect us and protect our families from unnecessary heartache and pain and suffering. We're sitting around meandering through this thing, and we said that this, this is a battlefield and not a playground. And yet we got guys that want to play games. Well, playtime is over. It's time to step up. It's time to get up. And it's time to man up. Because when you do that, my friends, well, that's when the rubber meets the road.